Joey, I wanted to I wanted to start the show out talking about uh my back, how much pain I'm in, uh what what happened and what I'm going through. Um but something else happened that I think is way more important that I kinda wanna discuss uh going into this show. Alright. Um uh, I don't know if you've been kinda of paying attention to the news and everything that's going on uh weather wise, uh through the Midwest. Um, but, uh, Missouri, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, uh, northern part of Mississippi, and I think it was Kansas or Arkansas or something like that, uh, have, uh, had like multiple, nearly dozens of tornadoes, like blowing through. Um, I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, I genuinely, down, legitimately didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it, it, like I, I, they're they're calling it the Quad City uh, tornadoes, which I know there's more than four. I think there's five uh, uh, states, but they're calling it Quad City tornadoes. Uh, I woke up this morning and found out that uh, like a lot, a, a few things have happened uh, like just in the last like twelve hours. That I definitely want to kind of talk about, um, but I want to make sure that everyone out there who is listening to this, uh, this uh, I'm going to release this uh, Sunday morning. Uh, the 11th, or the 12th, we're recording on the 11th, so the day of, uh, but mostly uh, Friday night, a lot of the shit uh, kind of happened. So if you are in that area and it's still going on as you're listening to this, I hope everyone's okay and everyone stays safe. Um, it looks like it's mostly southern Illinois, northwestern uh, uh, Kentucky, northwestern Tennessee, and northeastern Missouri, and northern uh, Mississippi. So I hope everyone's okay, but, uh, yeah, I mean, there's, uh, a couple factories, warehouses have been blown through. A lot of people, uh, are stuck, uh, you know, trying to get rescued, uh, fatalities and stuff like that. Uh, a couple of the things that did end up happening was uh, a senior home in Missouri got hit, uh, and collapsed. Uh, I think two people have perished from that. Uh, I think a couple people are still being looked for. There's a candle factory in Kentucky that got hit and uh, torn down or got taken down by the tornado. I think uh, they found like five, but could be up to 50 people uh, died in that. And I, I think the biggest one, and I, I'm not sure if it is the biggest one because I didn't, I haven't seen, I haven't looked through everything. But the biggest thing I have found was the Amazon warehouse in Edwardsville. I think I heard about that, but I didn't know it was in Edwardsville. Yeah, uh, the tornado took out the the side of the building, uh, the size of a football field. That uh, caused the roof to collapse, and a couple people ended up passing away in that, and they're still searching for people in that. So uh, it was weird, like, when I was waking up today, um, and just hearing, like, the wind blowing through, and all I kept thinking about was, like, motherfucker, the the garbage can's going to be blown over, there's going to be garbage everywhere. Uh, the state that my back is in, there's no way I'm going to be able to pick it up unless I'm like literally on the ground picking it up and stuff. And it, you know, it, it sucked when I went to go look online to see what the weather's going to be like today and how bad my garbage is going to blow around. And I realized that, uh, there's things way, way worse than what I was even thinking I had to go through. And I didn't even, my garbage didn't even blow over. Yeah. Uh, so it it's it's a mess out there. Um, I did check on a couple of people I do know that live in Kentucky and Missouri and stuff. Everyone said they're fine. They're not even in the area that tornadoes are hitting. Well, that's good. But uh, it's been a cluster. It's been a cluster of tornadoes that have been hitting since yesterday evening. Uh, they're still keeping updated. Kentucky's in a state of emergency. 
Um, Illinois obviously dealing with Edwardsville. Uh, Missouri doesn't seem to be too bad off, but obviously uh, they're getting hit as well. So if yeah. you guys are, if anyone out there is in the area of these tornadoes and everything that's happening, the heavy winds. Just be careful, be cautious uh, when you're driving. Just watch out for, you know, trees and limbs being blown over. Uh, very bad winds that are out there, uh, not only just the tornadoes, but even the wind could cause uh, cause bad things to happen. So be careful, be safe. Uh, not to open this on a morbid note, but uh, definitely needs to uh, be acknowledged. No. Yeah, and I, no. I, feel, I feel that as a... <laughs> I've been referred to as a journalist before, being a podcaster, which is weird. I don't know if that's a wrestling. It is super thing weird, or not. but it is it is technically accurate. Yeah, so uh, I guess I could do my due diligence and uh, you know let people know just to be careful out there. Like I said, this is this is gonna be released a couple of days after everything happened, but still wanted to do you know, kind of let you guys know you're in our purse and our thoughts and everything yeah. as everything is going through. Uh, we didn't make it to C2E2. Uh, no. That, that was my fault. That was on me. <laughs> and uh, it all stems to my back. And, again, I'm going to talk a little bit about that and where I'm at. You guys are probably going to hear me uh, sound like I'm in some kind of discomfort the entire show as far as uh, slight moans and uh, maybe some uh, heavy exhales. Uh, that's not for show. I am in excruciating pain. And, yeah, I can uh, hear it even in just the tenor of your voice. Yeah, yeah, and I'm going to uh, talk about it. I'm literally sitting on my lumbar uh, cushion uh, to try to get some kind of uh, pressure off my spine. But uh, we're going to talk about all that. We're going to talk about uh, Mr. Not C2E2. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the Phantom Toe Booth, obviously. And uh, I want to talk about uh, something else, too, and I don't know how to accurately describe what we're going to talk about. But uh, we're gonna we'll, we'll talk about. It. Obviously, you know, Joe, you and I have a, a great um, chemistry here, so I know I can talk about anything, and you kind of just follow up and follow my lead on oh, it, yeah. which is perfect. Uh, a lot of that stems from uh, family, but also doing this podcast together for six years. So Can't we're gonna, six years. Twelve. I know it's nuts, man. It's but it's real. It's real weird. It, well, it's even weird to think that, like, you and I have known each other for, uh, you know, nearly 18 years. That's, I don't believe 16, that. I think it's, well, <laughs> when I met, when I met but just because it's true doesn't mean it's real. I know. Well, this was, <laughs> yeah, it had, had to be eight. Yeah, it had to be 18 because I think I met I think you when I, right. I met you when I was 14 and, uh, I'm going to be 33, so it's coming on 19 years. Gosh. And, uh, we've known each other. Um, yeah. Wow. Well, and look at look at everything now, you know. Sherry, you know, Sherry has a kid. I hear somebody else is having a child. Yep, not me, uh, not you, oh. not you. No, no you, <laughs> just in case. Yeah, no, you, you're responsible. So, I mean, but <laughs> uh, congratulations to um. I guess we can talk. I guess we can say. Yeah, it. we Mike, can say it. Yeah, yeah, Mike, Michael, Michael and his girlfriend, uh, uh, youngest, uh, youngest brother of the uh, seven of us. Yep. Is, you know, uh, and I will say, like, uh, it's weird you bring up, the, like, the, the responsibility thing. Do you know why they're having a kid before they get married? Uh, no. I, I just thought that they, uh, you know, just like to uh, live life on the raw side. Nope. Nope. Wasn't Well, I'm sure they do. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it wasn't uh, It wasn't entirely accidental. Uh, the, the company they work for, um, mm-hmm. they only give 
uh, if, if you're an unmarried mom, you get 12 weeks of, of maternity leave. But if you're married, you only get six. Well, that's fucked up. Yeah. And so they're like, well, you get, you get better benefits if we're not married. So we'll get married later. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Hey, I mean, that, you know, use the system to your advantage. I mean, I, I don't, yep. I don't understand why a company would do that. Uh, that I don't either. That's kind of goofy to me. Yeah. That, My guess is it, it's like one of those things where they, they were trying to do the right thing and be supportive of single moms, yeah. but they like just whiffed it a little bit on. Yeah. Know. Now is that uh, I, and I don't know how in depth you know about this, but uh, is that just for the single moms or like single dad side too? Like, or is there any paternity at all there? I think it's I, so. Uh, he does get uh, paternity leave, mm-hmm. uh, as I understand it, but it's unpaid. That sucks. <clears throat> and so he's gonna he's he's saving up. He's gonna take six weeks off when the baby's born. But well, that's good. It's, yeah, that, it's just it's just a weird concept. It's like you know, like if you're a single mom, twelve weeks, but if you're married, it's half. Yeah. Um. But I mean, I I guess the companies could do what they want. I mean, technically, I don't think they really have to give fraternity leave and maternity leave. Right. Um. I I think somebody was telling me. I don't know if it's in uh. Is I want to say it's sweet. It's Switzerland or Sweden, where like maternity leave is almost a year. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I thought, dads get like six months or something along with yeah. it. <clears throat> yeah, because they actually embrace the fact that the first part, you know, the first year of life is actually important to a child. Where uh, here in the United States, they're like, you know what? I think three months in, your kid should be good to go with right. a complete stranger. <laughs> if they're not ready for the assembly line at three months old, you should just, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, give them over to the state or whatever. Yeah. So it's goofy, but hey, you know, it's it's awesome. We got a. And, uh, I don't. I don't know if it's a niece or a nephew. If they announced that, or oh, it's, it's a. Uh, uh, they they know. They think they know already that it's a niece. It's okay. not a surprise. Uh, they did a blood test, and she didn't have any Y chromosome in her blood. So they're pretty sure it's a girl. Like ninety nine percent. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, obviously, but, they won't know for a hundred percent sure until mm-hmm. uh, ultrasound, and then like you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hundred percent. Whoever and, uh, the kid decides to be. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, just, in the short term, we're pretty sure it's a girl. There we go. Well, that's awesome. You know, another niece. Yeah. There we go. Yep. That's pretty cool. Well, congrats to them. Um, I had hear about it from Facebook. No one, no one sent me a message, but uh, I'm getting used to that. Whatever. Um, but uh, before we dive into anything else, I just want to remind you guys that this episode of this freaking show is brought to you by CarterComics.com. Uh, the best place for you guys to go to start or even continue on your comic book collection because they carry everything from graded comics from 9.6s, 9.4s, 9.8s, uh, all the way down to the raw comics that um, are ungraded, available to be read, and some of like that if you actually just want to build a collection of comics you can read. You don't got to worry about being uh, uh, enshrined in a plastic cover as they would with graded comics. Uh, they got it all for you guys, and they have a thousand, thousands of uh, comic books to uh, choose from. So many, so that they don't even have everything up on their site yet. So, um, um, give me a second, my fucking spine. Ah, God, this is miserable. Just for you guys, keep that in mind. <laughs> um, they got thousands of titles available. Uh, they got some. Go ahead. What's up? 
No, nothing. I'm my my cat was starting to scratch a chair. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. Sorry. No, you're fine. Oh, I thought I thought it was mine. I thought you're like, hey, pick it up. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, everything is available on CarterComics.com, or if you want, if you go to CarterComics.com and go down to the bottom of the page, there's going to be four separate links that are linked right to their um, eBay accounts. They have four different eBay accounts, so if you're more into like bidding wars and trying to get a comic for a better price than, you know, just like a flat out, hey, I just want to pay this out right, you know, you want to try to bid for something. They got four different sites you can go to, check out, and uh, place your bids. I mean, it's it's an awesome concept how they have everything not only in bidding on eBay, but also available uh, to buy right, buy outright on their website. And uh, as I mentioned, they have so many titles available, they don't have everything listed. So if there's something you're looking for that you don't see that they have, Reach out to them, message them, ask them, like, hey, do you have issue, blah, 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 of this? You know, if you know a year, maybe that'll help out a little bit more. And then they kind of look into their inventory and say, yes, we do. We just haven't had it listed yet, but we'll put it up there so you can uh, purchase it and buy it or whatever it is that. Um, amazing company, uh, CarterComics.com, is doing a lot for us here at this freaking show, uh, being able to uh fund us uh more than we could imagine to do more things here in the future. Um I know we're talking about a lot of YouTube videos. Um it's probably gonna happen more towards the beginning of next year. I don't know if we're gonna be able to cram anything in this year. Yeah. Especially uh the way I'm feeling right now. So uh I feel like it's more dro- uh, me dropping the ball and uh that's on me. I apologize but uh, 2022, I think we're just going to hit the ground outright and start issuing out videos and stuff like that. Uh, as far as, you know, food rankings, uh, I think we're doing diet journals again. Uh, even like I've done the book club stuff. So a lot of stuff happening in 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, go to cartercomics.com, sign up for the Carter Comic Club. I'm not sure if it's called the Carter Comic Club, but I like calling it the Carter Comic Club. I even love saying the Carter Comic Club. So if it's not called the Carter Comic Club, it should be called the Carter Comic Club. So make sure you sign up for the Carter Comic Club. Go ahead and fill your car with all their amazing products. And at checkout, use the code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, or Cartoon Joe if you feel the need to use the C-A-R-T-O-O-N-J-O-E. Um, and you're going to get 10% off your order. Uh, fill up your car. Buy as much as you can because... Like I said, some of these are rare comics that, you know, may be difficult to find. So if you find them now, might as well take advantage of the opportunity. So cartercomics.com, uh, best, uh, best place to stop and shop for your comic book needs. Nice. Thanks. That was a good pro- promo. Good club. Oh, uh, thanks. Plug. Plug is the word that I was looking for. Plug! <laughs> 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 this week's show is also brought to you by Audible.com. If you uh, if you want someone, probably a professional, to read you a book in a wonderful voice or voices, the best way to do that would be go to audibletrial.com/freaknet and sign up for a free 30-day trial. Get a uh, get a free credit towards your first audiobook purchase. You might want to pick up something like uh, The Dresden Files, which is what I've been reading a lot of lately. Uh, James Marston is a fantastic narrator. Uh, can't, can't sing his praises enough. Uh, great way to, to read a book while you drive or cook or do just about anything that re- uh, requires you know uh, your hands so you can't physically be holding it. 
Um, audiobooks are fantastic. They're really, really a great way to, uh, to blow through as many books in a year as you want, uh, without having to actually use your eyes or your hands. You can just listen. It's, it's really fantastic. So if you want to experience the wonder of the future, go to audibletrial.com slash freaknet and sign up for a free 30 day trial. Get a first free credit towards your first audiobook right now. Do it now. It's great. Do it now. Do it now. Get do the it. Java. Get to the it. website. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, Audible has actually been really incredible. I've been using it a lot on my way into and home from work. Because uh, usually I listen to, like, a lot of podcasts and stuff like that. Um, but because of the book club we're doing, because of the Fantobus, it's like, you know, there's so many other books that, you know, I loved reading as a kid that I kind of want to, like, re-go through. So, like, like, PD, Searching for David's Heart are, like, you know, my top five favorite books of all fucking time. Um, and they're easy reads. Uh, like I said, like, I, I've never been a big reader, so I want to start slow, build my way back into it. Uh, maybe get one of those big-ass, thick-ass books. I don't know. We'll see. But um, it's just a lot of fun. It's just a lot of fun to sit there and just drive into work, like, first thing in the morning, and, you know, you're just getting read to. And uh, just a way to enrich your life. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, that's what I do too. I, I I drop my wife off at work and then turn my audio book on and and listen to it on the way home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, definitely uh, definitely big fans of literature over here as far as uh, comic books, uh, uh, literature. Uh, even uh, even got acknowledged by uh, Infinite Monkeys for our shout out on their book uh, on the uh, last episode. So I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully they do reach out to us to get back on here because I'd love to talk with them. Uh, thank God I didn't do it today because I would be, uh, useless in an interview. Uh, but, uh. Same, but it has nothing to do with my back and everything to do with my interview skills. <laughs> uh, cool. Let's talk about my back real quick. And then, um. Yeah, what'd you do? What happened to your back? I wish I knew. Oh, all I, no. this, this, this is all I know. All I know is that I've been having back problems. For up to maybe like five, six months now. Um, and it's my back and it's my left leg, my thigh, my knee, my ankle, or not my ankle, my, uh, my heel. I've been having issues with my leg for months. And I'm not sure if I ever mentioned where I worked. Um, if I did, this is going to be kind of awkward. If I didn't, then you guys don't really know. I don't know. think you did. I think you've yeah. been careful not to say their name. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out then, won't we? Um, we, we've been really shorthanded ever since I took this job back in October. And, um, it's just one of the things where like, you know, like you can't take off and we're a contract, we're contracted out to another company and they, they can make the decision to pull us whenever they want. So if we can't cover shifts and fill stuff, then, you know, it is what it is. And so, uh, several months ago, back in September, I did end up going to the doctor because I was having such pain in my back at work that it was, it was, it sucked. So I had to take a day off the following day. Luckily at that time we did have coverage for someone to be there. So they went in and, you know, my, my doctor was telling me, he's like, he's like, there's a, like, if there's a way for you to get like a week off work, I'd recommend it because, uh, you, and I, and I go into the chiropractor like at least once a month, um, sometimes twice a month for like just like regular like adjustments. More maintenance, but also, you know, just leg problems, back problems, and stuff like that. 
and he told me back in September, you know, I was like, you, you need to find a way to get some time off work, uh, so you can heal or else this is going to get worse. And I, I was like, I can't give you a week. I can give you two days because I need to work. I need to make money. You know, that's how we pay for things. And right. I don't know if you know this or not, but the prices of everything isn't going down. This so, is true. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where I was like, you know what? I'll just work through it, you know, and hope for the best. Well, uh, um, Around uh, Tuesday, I was working Tuesday and Wednesday this week, uh, so around Tuesday, I got up, I felt a little bit stiff, wasn't too worried about it, just took some ibuprofen, um, got dressed, went to work, went about my day, everything seemed fine. Uh, I got home, and I just felt really, really stiff, like, like I never felt my back hurt as much as it did. Uh, put some heat on it. I put, I put a cold pack on it. I did everything I could just to make it bearable for me to fall asleep and go to bed. Uh, I woke up the next morning and I just, I, I couldn't move. I couldn't oh, roll God. myself, I couldn't roll myself out of bed. I couldn't sit myself up. Uh, I was able to finally. Um, I, I got the dog outside. I, I went downstairs and, I grabbed some laundry out of the dryer because I had to do a load of wash, uh, you know, real quick, uh, the night before. And, uh, I was throwing, I was throwing some clothes, uh, from the washer into the dryer. No, wait, no, I'm sorry. That was, that was Friday morning. So I didn't get to the washer yet, but no, I got downstairs, let the dog out. Um, I was taking some emergency, uh, because, you know, like just because of the cold weather and everything, I want to make sure that I just get on top of any, Flu, cold, whatever that may come my way, because uh, I, I have been feeling kind of headache-ish, uh, yeah. and I think it's just from, like, just a cold and stuff, so I'm just going to take some emergency, make sure everything's fine. Um, I went to go put my socks on, and I couldn't get my leg up to Ooh. put my socks on, so uh, I'm sitting there on my bed. In fucking tears, like fucking tears. Like there's there's a point where, like I felt like I wanted to cry, but I knew I just couldn't get to that point. Like like I I just gotta get my fucking I gotta get my socks on. I have to leave. Yeah. You know, the longer I sit here, the later I'm gonna get for work. So I I I I I grab some ankle socks. Which FYI, if you wear boots, prefer you know, especially cowboy style work boots. Uh, ankle socks aren't the best thing to use because the, uh, your calf and everything will rub against it. And, oh, yeah. but I had no other choice. So I just grabbed ankle socks. I threw them on the ground and I just tried to wedge my foot in the sock as much as possible and tried just to get my finger in the back part of the, uh, sock just to get it over the heel. Got my pants on and everything. Like, I should have known from this moment that I should not go into fucking work. Right. Uh, but uh I was told like we always uh, at that at by this time this week uh we had the only coverage we had quit he found a different job yeah uh about a, maybe about 3 weeks ago so you know we were told like hey you know unless you're dying don't yeah. call off you know unless, yeah. unless but you it's, lose like, it's like uh, what do what do what do, what do, what, do, what, do, what do you do fire you they're not, they're they can't be able to find any help yeah oh trust you know? me it, if if uh, Bastards. Sorry, it makes me so angry. It sucks. It it, it 100% sucks. And the thing is, like, I know they're the kind of company that they they will do what they can for the betterment of them. I, when I walked into that, when I walked into that building for work on, um, on Thursday, and I was, I was leaning to the side because I had to alleviate, 
alleviate the pain that's I, that's in my back. Um, I just knew it was like it's like I am doing everything I can to do uh, to be the best employee I can for a company that would have no rep- that have no problem replacing me tomorrow if they're able to. Yeah, like they 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 will find a way. It's like oh, Travis can't come into work. Okay, well when he comes back, we'll eliminate his position and then we'll just refill it. Yeah. Um. It and and I I don't want to sound cynical of the company. I don't hate the company a hundred percent. I don't. I mean I, I can't even say I hate the company. You know, it, it gives me a paycheck. It gives me insurance. Uh, it's just it 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 lost its ability to be for its employees and focus more on profit and numbers. Yep. And it, it sucks, you know. I, I'm and I made it through work. I text the only other two people that do the job I do. They work opposite shift to me, so they're off uh, on Wednesday. And I text them both. Listen, I know it's short notice. Uh, usually, we try to give each other, you know, a twenty-four hour heads up on if you know we can't make it into work. And this is negative three hours right now. I'm like, listen, I've been at work for three hours. Uh, my back, I I don't know if I threw it out last night or what the fuck happened, uh, but I can't move. Uh, I'm getting through work the best I can, but it's just not possible. And people are staring at me like, like I just shouldn't really be there. You know, I should be at a doctor's. I should be at home. I shouldn't be carrying cylinders and 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 bottles and stuff like that. But right. you know, it, it, it's the. I mean, this is the world we live in now, where people are putting their bodies through fucking hell just to survive. And that's what I've been doing for the last six months. Is like. It's like I know I need to be healthy to do my job, but I can't stop doing my job when I'm not healthy. You right. know, and it's I mean, and that's that's even beyond the mindset of what the manager tried to put in our head. I mean, that's it's just who I am. Like I I could absolutely hate a fucking job. And I have. I I've been in jobs I absolutely fucking hated. Yeah. But I did the best job I could for them, regardless, because it's a paycheck and I don't want my name to uh to be dragged through the mud, drug through the mud, drug drug yeah. drag, Dr- uh, uh, drug or dragged, drag, mm. uh, uh, ran through the mud, um, you know, and and be unhirable in the future. Yeah. So, uh, I n- neither one of them could come in. They both had plans, and I understood that. And I, if they do listen to the show, because I know I talked to them about my show. If you're hearing this, uh, I have no ill will towards you guys not working for me. I don't want you guys to think that I'm upset that you didn't come in. I understand 100%. You guys made plans. You had things you had to do on your day off. We get very few days off in our weird-ass schedule, you know, because we're working two days, and then we're off for two days, and then we're back for three days, and then we're off for two days. So when you get those two days off in the middle of the week, it's hard. It's, it's difficult to be able to drop everything and come into work. I get it, and this job is fucking hard to do that, especially when it's 12-hour shifts. And, you know, you get a call at 8 in the morning saying, I can't do this. Could you please come in? Um, so they couldn't make it. I got through the job. Uh, around 2 o'clock, my back was starting to feel better. And um, it, I wasn't sure if it, be, if it was because uh, I was stretching it out more, if I was actually moving and working or right. the fact that I took nearly 3,000 milligrams of uh, pain relief pills. Right. Um, which is dumb. Um, I don't remember, I don't recommend anyone taking that much of anything ever, uh, cause it's a fucking lot. Yeah. Um, 
But I, I, I take ibuprofen like almost every day. I mean, I take normally I take about 800 milligrams of ibuprofen just to get out the door in the fucking morning. And I've been doing that since last year. Um, Wednesday morning, I took 1200 milligrams of ibuprofen and, uh, had another 2000 milligrams of Tylenol that I had just in case. And I took them because to me, it felt like just in case. Um, but I don't recommend doing that. I told the doctor I did it. He looked at me like I was dumb. I don't know if he could ethically tell me I'm stupid, but he probably could, but he looked at me like it was a bad idea. And if he's telling me it's a bad idea, then it was definitely a bad idea. Right. Um, so I, I made it through work. I got done. I, I went to the doctor yesterday. Uh, as far as I could tell, uh, I have sciatica. Um, I have a shift to my pelvis. The muscles around my spine are strained. Um, so pretty, pretty much the entire midsection of my body is fucked. Uh, oh. I was doing, uh, we were able to do some kind of like, some kind of like shock therapy to try to, Get the muscles like uh, I don't know if he said agitated or atrophy, but uh, he said something. He's like, he's like, we're gonna do this to get the muscles moving or loosened up or whatever the fuck it is. Which it was, it was fucking amazing. Like laying there, it was phenomenal. When I could lay down, no pain whatsoever. Yeah, nice. It's, it's getting up from laying down. It's walking around. It's sitting up. It's everything to be a functioning adult. That yeah. hurts beyond fucking belief. But laying there was was phenomenal. Um, so he did this shock therapy thing on me. He showed me the one of these like handheld ones that he has. I ordered one online. It's called like Tens or something like that. Um, I ordered one online. It should be here today, uh, so I could use that nice. to kind of get my muscles from uh, kind of uh, working. Biofreeze. Uh, and I just pretty much got work on stretches and he, he told me, he's like, he's like, you need to take a week off work. Like, I know you said in the past that you couldn't. And I told you, if you didn't, this was going to happen. This is where we're at. Right. Um, and I, I told him, I, and I say, I, I looked right at him as I fucking like lurched into his fucking, uh, office and he looked right at me. He's like, what did you do? And I'm like, I can't even tell existed, you. man. I existed. Yeah. yeah. I, I went above and beyond, even though yeah. I shouldn't have. Um, and, but he like, he, the, the first thing I told him when I walked in, I'm like, whatever you say goes like, whatever, like I did, yeah. doesn't matter at this point anymore. Like I, I made peace with myself that if for some reason there's a loophole where I lose my job because I took a week off of work, yeah, then so be it. You know, cause yeah. is that, is that the point now where like, if I can't afford my mortgage if I can't afford to pay my bills, if I fall into some kind of fucking debt collector hell, I, at least I don't have to have a bad back along with it. You know, I can, right. I can move in with the folks. I can figure something out, you know, and things, things that are material could be replaced. Um, I, I can't, yeah. you know, I, I can't, I mean, like, I mean, you, you know me, everyone who knows me knows I am not the healthiest guy in the fucking world. I know my weight plays a factor in this a bunch. So being 400 pounds, I can't be a 400-pound guy who can't care for himself because nobody in my family is going to be able to fucking do that shit, and I can never put anyone in my family through that shit. So if it comes down to me taking a week off work, missing three days as of right now because I'm supposed to work Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and he gave me a note for Monday, Tuesday, and Friday. He said, we're going to do this for now, 
Yep. If we need more time, then so be it. And I was like, whatever. As you know, it is what it is, you know. And so, yeah. like I said, I'm putting my trust into him 100% because I neglected what he said before, and this is the situation I'm in now. Right. So well, I know, could, uh, uh, make sure that as you're, as you're communicating with the company, get it in writing, uh, not phone calls. Yeah. So that if, if, uh, if they do fire you over it, you probably have a, a case with like the, the labor board. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, every, everything that I, I initially text them, there's an email confirmation and everything. I sent them in a text. They're yeah. saying, now, Hey, I just went to the doctor. Um, I'm having back problems. He told me I had to be off work for a week. I did go to work on Wednesday with the same back pain. I made it through the best I could because I couldn't get any coverage for me. Um, I did the best I could. I'm sorry that this is, you know, a bad time for it, but whatever. Yeah. Um, my one boss has, has yet to respond to me yet about it. The other one who really has nothing to do with what we do other than just being a manager by name. Yeah. Is like, don't worry about it. I talked to, I talked to, uh, this one, I talked to one employee. They're going to cover, Monday, the other employer, um, they're going to cover Monday and Tuesday. The other employee is going to cover Friday. And if you need Saturday, then so be it, whatever. So she covered it. Even though she's, even though she's literally just a manager by the sake of we needed a manager. Yeah. The other one I have yet to fucking hear from. And I know he's got the message. Right. But I mean, yeah, it makes you wonder, like, what's even, what's even the point of a manager if, 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 you know, yeah. If, if you have to find coverage on your shift, then what does the manager even do? Yeah. It's not their, it's not, it's not, it shouldn't be your job. Yeah. You know, it's, I know that, I know that it's like typical for people, for the companies to make it people's jobs to find coverage mm-hmm. for themselves, but it's like, it's not your job. That's what fucking managers are for. You know, yeah. if, if your manager is not doing that, fire them. Get a new yeah. fucking manager is what I say. Oh, yeah. Save, save that salary because I know managers are, are very well paid. Yeah. Anyway, oh, yeah. sorry. Just yeah. infuriates me. And this isn't, this isn't specifically against your company or anything. I'm just, in general, I just, I really hate this well, mentality of, of, yeah. you know. But that's how, that's how, and you're right. That's how most companies are. You can sit there and calm up. It's like we used to joke all the time with, uh, with a couple of people who, before they quit, we used to sit there and joke with them. I was like, I bet you I could call so and so up right now and say, Hey, sir, uh, just to let you know, uh, on my way into work, I got T-boned. Um, and I'm currently stuck inside my truck on I-80 upside down waiting for the paramedics to get here. And his first thing would be, well, can you still make it to work? Yeah. Because that's, that's their mentality. It's like, it's like, it's like we, we understand that you need to take care of you, but you're an employee of the company and that should come first no matter what. Right. And but it's like, look, man, I'm, I'm, se- I'm selling you my time. Yeah. <laughs> Not, you don't own my time. I'm 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 renting it out to you, man. Yeah, it's so it's it's a mess of situation. Um, but uh, that's uh, I mean that's that's the gist of it. Like right now, I just I just got a lot of back problems. Uh, I also didn't know the doctor told me because I don't know much about HIPAA laws. I really don't. Yeah. Um, but he wrote me the note. He just said Travis has been in my care since twelve ten. Uh, I'm going to be working with him, Baba, whatever, until 1217. So I was like, okay, well, if they ask me what's wrong, what do I tell them? He's like, you don't have to tell them anything. As long as you have a doctor's note that says, Travis is in my care, he needs medical help, he can't work, that should be good enough. And I was like, well, you obviously nice. don't know my boss. 
He's like, he's like, listen, you don't have to tell him anything, but you can tell him this because this is what's going on. But you only have to tell him if you feel you have to tell him. Like if you, no, if you feel you want to tell them, but you don't have to tell him anything because that's a HIPAA violation. So right. I always thought you had to explain to him. Hey, listen, I can't come in. I have bronchitis. Hey, listen, I can't come in. Uh, my back went out. Hey, I can't come. You know, blah blah. Like, no, you don't. All you have to do is tell him, like, hey, listen, I can't work today. I'm taking yeah. a sick day. That's it. So. Fun fact nice. for you guys out there, um, you don't have to tell them why. You just be off. So, um, yep. I do, I want to make sure we have enough time for Phantom Toll Booth, but I want to talk about the other thing before, yeah, we should have time. We're only, yeah, we're we like, time. We're only like, what, 20 minutes in or I don't, I don't know. I don't know. 30 minutes. Who, who fucking knows? Who cares? Uh, we're talkative. Um, okay, so, uh, real quick, uh, before I dive into the main focus of what I want to talk about today besides the, um, the back, uh, reminder guys, uh, this show is sponsored by ballwash.com, the one-stop shop for all your male hygiene needs. Uh, especially around Christmas time, make sure you get those, uh, orders in soon so you get your stuff in, uh, you know, as quick as possible because Christmas is literally right around the corner. Uh, everything from shampoos, conditioners, body washes, body scrubbers. Uh, they got personal lubricants for all you weirdos who are alone this holiday season. Don't worry, I'm one of them. Uh, hand sanitizers, which I don't recommend, uh, getting that mixed up with your, uh, your personal lubricants because that does fucking hurt. Uh, not from experience, I just assume. Uh, one of the greatest, uh, products they have, Ball Guard. Uh, it's a great, uh, anti-chafing kind of, uh, product that goes on like a lotion. Dries as a powder, so you don't have the mess and hassle of baby powder, but you get the uh, the benefits of it. Absolutely phenomenal. Uh, they came out with the men's bar of soap, which I think is going to be my new personal favorite because I'm more of a bar of soap guy than I am a liquid soap guy. Yep. So I'm excited for that. They also came out with their own boxers. Uh, guys, they have everything you need for your hygiene needs. Uh, they got a uh, they got a solid uh, nut cologne, so you can uh, make your 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 special area smell great for the holiday season. Uh if you're looking to get your uh your your bells jingled. <laughs> you're looking if you're looking to deck some halls, if you will. Uh they got they got everything you need. Uh so many products I can't even list them because I can't memorize all of them. There's just so many out there. Just go to ballwash.com, check out all their amazing products, fill up your carts, you get a ball scription, you get a gift uh box, uh especially for the Person you love the most in the world, you know, get them the, give them a gift box. They do have a Christmas gift box available right now as well for the holiday season. Fill up your cart with all your amazing products and then use the promo code FREAKNET. That's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. Uh, at checkout, you'll save 15% on your entire order of ballwash.com. That's right, guys. We're looking to deck the halls or jingle some balls. Ballwash is the place to go. Ballwash.com. Check it out. Use the promo code FREAKNET for 15%. All right, Joe, biggest thing I want to talk about, uh, you're the best person to talk about this, because uh, uh, you're a priest, pastor, a minister. Uh, yeah, sure. What are you? Pastor. 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 Um, so you're going to know more about this than anyone. I want to get your point of view. I don't know how many people talk to you about uh, about having faith in Jesus, losing faith in Jesus, uh, and stuff like that. But I did post something on uh, Snapchat a couple days ago before my back went out. Where it was talking about, and I think, uh, I think Morgan Freeman had a speech about this in Evan Almighty. But like, when you sit there and you pray to God about, uh, about strength or forgiveness, 
Like, he doesn't give you strength. He doesn't give you forgiveness, but he gives you the ability to find strength. He gives you the ability to uh, create forgiveness. Yeah. Um, you know, that's that's how he is. God, God gives you challenges. He gives you tests to show how strong you truly are as a person. He just doesn't do things for you. And I think that's where kind of people lose their concept of, of faith in God, where it's like, well, you know, I prayed to God to help pay my mortgage, and yeah. he didn't give me the money. It's like, well, because it doesn't work that way. Right, he gives you the opportunity. Vending machine. Exactly. He doesn't give you the money. He gives you the opportunity to earn the money. Um, but, um, and sometimes I believe that. Sometimes he gives you the money, but. Sometimes, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That's, that's, but it's not every time. It's yeah. not all the time, and it's not, you know, guaranteed. Anyway, well, anyway. Right, not to be petty, but he has yet to give me my uh, lottery ticket numbers. But what up? Right, uh, right. <laughs> I get it. He's he, he's a busy guy, I guess. Um, but during this whole back problem, uh, all through Wednesday, um, Thursday, I'm sorry, all through Thursday, when it was at the absolute worst, um, I spent probably the best seven hours of that day, uh, probably in the worst, like. The worst mental state I've ever fucking been in. Oh, yeah. Um, it's just, like, the pain was so bad. There was no relief whatsoever. I did everything I could. Like, I mean, I got a 45, 50-minute drive to work every day. Not every day, but when I do work. Right. So sitting in the so sitting in the truck, driving to work was unbearable. I was trying to move and shift myself, bending forward, bending back. It It... It sucked. And then my job, half my job is sitting in a truck driving around, getting in and out of the vehicle. I had one pickup I had to do that, or one pickup time I had to do where I had to get in and out of the truck a total of 12 times. It oh, was, God. It, so for seven hours, I sat there and I just, I, 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 I had pity for myself. Uh, like I just, I just kept saying, it was like, it's like, it's like, I, pray, I prayed. I prayed to God to help me find a way to make this pain go away. Help me find a way to get through the day. Help me find a, you know, just help me find yeah. a way to make the day not so bad. And I, in my, in my mind, and I've never, I, and I can honestly say I've never had this mindset, but I was looking for an instant gratification. I was looking yeah. for a moment where like, like as soon as I say it, boom, finger snapped, oh, yeah. and I'm going to be able to fucking do cartwheels. And it just it just wasn't happening, and right. I was so blinded by pain and frustration that I, I I I I started I started yelling and screaming, and I just I just kept saying it's like he's like I fuck I, I I hate saying it, but I got it I got it because yeah, I, I, I need you guys to know where I was coming from and how low I sunk. Like an exact quote, I might drive to work. Like, this is fucking bullshit. I did nothing to deserve this, and you can't even fucking help me out once talking to God. And I'm yeah. just like, I'm like, I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. If you can't help me, what good are you? Like, I just, I just, I was in so much fucking pain. Mm-hmm. Never. I, I, I have, I have been in pain before. I've had hip flexor issues where I was slouched over, hunched over for weeks trying to find a way to fix this. And that pain does not even account, does not, even come close, close. Yeah. Yeah. To the pain that I was in that this, this past Thursday, this was two days ago. Um, yeah. I'm sitting at work and in my head, I'm just like, I'm just like, I'm fucking alone here. This is it. This is just me. Like no one can fucking help me. Nothing can fucking help me. I get, this is it. This is it. And then there was, uh, 
there was a time around um, that one pickup. It was an 11 o'clock pickup, 11.30. It was around 11.30. I was on this pickup. This is the pickup where I had to do, like, I had to get out, in and out of the truck a total of 12 times. And I was I was not looking forward to it. I was like, okay, I got to make this stop. I got to get in the truck, get to the place, get out of the truck, get back in the truck, get to the next place, get out of the truck, get back in the truck, next place, out of the truck, into the truck, next place, out of the truck, into the truck. Next place, out of the truck, in the truck, back to the uh, to the lab, out of the truck, and I'm like, I, it's, I'm gonna get in out twelve fucking times. Getting out of the truck was the worst part of everything. This is where I realized that, that my spine was hurting me because I didn't realize mm. I had a spine problem until I got out of the truck. Everything else was just lower back. That's all it was. It was, it was the left side. It was the right side. I didn't realize there was any pain in my spine until the first time I got out of the truck at my eight in the morning pickup. Um, so around 1130 on my 12 fucking in and out pickup, I sat there and, uh, I was, I was breathing cause I knew I'd get out of the truck again. And I knew it was going to fucking hurt. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, like everything I said earlier did nothing to benefit me right, or my relationship with God. Yeah. So I just sat there in the truck. I closed my eyes. I just took a big breath in and took a big breath out. And when I go to work, um, I listen to 97.9, uh, K-Love all the time. Like that's, that's what I put on the radio I listen to. A huge fan of the, uh, especially Christian rock music today is phenomenal. Um, and I recommend anyone who out there who loves God and, you know, loves Jesus and has a, a strong belief in faith. Uh, I don't know if that's weird to say a belief in faith, but whatever. No, I hear you saying. Uh, 97.9 K-Love is a phenomenal channel. It's, and it's advertisement free because they're, I mean, they, they run by donations from their viewers. It's, it's right. phenomenal how much, how much support they have. There's a song called Rattle. Oh yeah, that's your uh, favorite one. Yeah, that came on and I love it. And there's a 10 minute long version of it on YouTube. Uh, if you haven't checked it out, watch it. I forget, I forget the name of the uh, band. I can't think of it right now because I'm so far into my story. But it's called Rattle. Um, and I get to look it up here in a minute. But um, it came on, and I'm sitting there, like, just thinking to myself, as I'm breathing, I'm just, I'm just taking slow fucking breaths, trying to be like, because I never took a moment to calm myself through this entire fucking situation. I just kept woe is me the entire fucking time. And I know what you're thinking, Joe. There's, there's going to be a point where I'm going to let you talk. So I just breathe. I'm just like, it's like, you know what, God, everything I said earlier was wrong. It was, it was, it was pure ignorance. It was selfishness. Um, it, it was just, it was just my way of looking for an instant fix to something I thought I was owed to. And I know now that's not the case. Um, if you're able to help me in any way, I appreciate it. If you can't, I understand, and it's not going to change how I feel about you, because um, he—he's my savior. He, God, like I, I have a relationship with God that I, I rarely ever talk about. I know we bring it up once or twice here on the show, but outside in public, I never really fucking talk about it because it's just—it's just something you never really bring up to people because everyone has their own difference of opinions. Right. Um, my chiropractor I go to—he's—he's a—he's a religious guy too. We talk a lot about God and church and everything. Um. So I'm sitting there saying all this stuff. My eyes are still closed. I'm still taking a slow breath. Fucking rattles on the radio. And I said, like, like if you can help, I appreciate it. If you can't, I understand. Um, sometimes you have to learn to do things for yourself. And I go to get out of the truck, and I don't know why. 
But I got out of the truck in a way I never got out of a truck before. There's always a, there's always a, I open the door, put one foot out, slide out, next foot down. Like this time, like something was just fucking different. Yeah. When I got out of the truck, I just got out a different, completely fucking way that had no pain on my back whatsoever. Oh, that's awesome. So I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, well, that's kind of weird. I know, I know my back hurts because I can still feel my back hurting. I can still feel it running down my legs. I'm standing here, but that excruciating pain of getting out of the truck is fucking gone. Like right, like at that moment, getting out, like it just yeah. it wasn't there. I walk over, pick up the sample. That that was kind of painful, but you know, I was like, it wasn't as bad as getting out of the truck. I put it in the back of the, I put it in the back of the truck. I'm like, okay, now I gotta get back into the truck. And for some reason, I kept thinking in my head, I'm like, go head first. Put your head in first. Don't go leg first and pull yourself in. Go head first, climb it. And I did. And it didn't hurt getting in, into the truck. <laughs> it hurt, it hurt sitting there. It was, it was uncomfortable. Yeah. But yeah. then hurt. So I'm like, okay. Okay. So I know how to get in the, in the truck without hurting. I know how to get out of the truck without hurting. Okay. Get back to the lab. I got out the new way. Didn't fucking hurt. Nice. I got up the stairs, I grabbed stuff out, and I'm walking with it and everything. I'm doing I'm doing other shit, still fucking hurting. Around 2 o'clock, I get another call for uh, a pickup. I'm just like, crap, I'm in the middle of doing stuff. But I'm like, you know what? It's got to be picked up. It is what it is. It is what it is. I got into the truck and everything. The, the new way, no pain. Picked up the sample, got out of the truck, no pain. Back, whatever, wash, rinse, repeat. When I got back to that lab at about 2.15, I was walking not as great as before the pain, but I was standing up straight. I was walking a little bit faster. Um, I want to say I was maybe about 40% uh, back to what normal felt like. I just, I, like, it wasn't an agonizing, I had to yell out pain anymore. And it only lasted an hour, but it gave me enough time to get all of my work done that I was lagging on. And to make sure that my day got done in a timely manner. So nice. I think it was just one of the things where, like, I, I, I honestly believed, and this is where like, I kind of want uh, your opinion on it, is deep down, like, God knew I was going to have that fit. Yeah. Like God, like God knew that I was just looking for an instant gratification. That if I wasn't going to get it, I was going to yell about it and blame him. And I needed to find that moment where, like, unless you truly mean it and accept the fact that he's going to help but not do it for you, only then can you find a way to fucking get through it. Um, so I kind of want your opinion on that. Like, I mean, um, hmm. like, where, where's your mindset or your thought on <laughs> uh, on asking God for help and getting help? Yeah. So I... uh First of all, that's that's awesome, and and I'm a I'm a big I'm a big believer in in the idea that like just because something's a coincidence doesn't mean that it's coincidental. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, and so you know I I really do you know uh, I feel strongly that that's like um, how it works sometimes is just you know so, you know maybe maybe mm-hmm. your body happens to know that there's a way out out in and out of the the vehicle that doesn't hurt your back. Yeah. Or maybe you were prompted by something else that that moved you to do that. You know? Um and I'm I I say why not why not say, 
that something else prompted me to do that. Uh, it brings meaning to my life. Yeah. It makes it, uh, you know, for this is this is for people who maybe are, are more on the skeptical side. Um, as as a believer myself, I would be like, yeah, absolutely. That sounds like one of those small miracles that that I've seen in my own life that that ultimately led me into ministry. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I would also say, you know, I, I do think that like uh, uh, one of the things that I, I see in the Bible, I, I look at like uh, the book of Job is one of my favorite books in the Bible. Um, I look at some of the Psalms. Um, you know, it, it says David was a man after God's own heart, except in this, you know, in the, in the case of uh, uh, what happened with Bathsheba um, yeah. and Uriah. But, uh, uh, you know, there's there's all sorts of characters throughout the Bible who, when things don't go their way, they scream at God and God is big enough to take it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's a that's the thing for me is I'm like, you know, uh I, I really feel it's important for human beings to know that when they are at their lowest, that God understands that and that it is okay for you to scream at God. Yeah. Uh, God can take it. Um, uh, I, sometimes that's necessary for our own healing is how I feel about that. You know, we, we need – sometimes we need someone to blame. <laughs> yeah. And and even if it's not God's fault, God understands that. You know, I, I there's a it's, there's a, I think it's a Buddhist quote actually, but it's the one who can understand everything can forgive everything. Mm-hmm. And so I really feel that uh, you know God understands everything. God understands where you were coming from. God understands you know the 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 amount of pain that you were in. Um, and so God understands why you would be angry and why you would blame God for that. You know, that's that's just how I feel about it. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I don't know that necessarily that it was necessary for you to reach that low for you to then come back and, and have that minor miracle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's if that's how you feel about it, I don't want to deny that either. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I don't I, I don't I don't like ascribing necessity to things, but I do think that um, that that's a wonderful thing that that that, that you you were able to uh, maybe for you yourself. You, you reached a point where you you needed to hit that low and be that angry because you uh, you know you're you're a really good guy I, I you know I really oh, respect thanks, and admire you um, but sometimes you take too much shit and you don't and you don't dish it back until you're at the point where you're screaming in pain uh, <laughs> getting in out of your truck you know what I'm saying yeah. uh, you know some, sometimes sometimes you let stuff go too long and and you know, it's just it's it's not a bad thing. It just is, you know, yeah. and uh, and so maybe for you, maybe that's what needed to happen was that you did need to get that low so that you could be that angry and and get it out of you a little bit, get some of that negative energy out. And then, um, you know, uh, a little later on, you know, feeling I don't know if you felt ashamed about it or if, if you were just, you know, your favorite song comes on the radio and you realize, you know, that you are cared for. You're not alone, um, you know, which which is important. I think music is great for that. Also, yeah, yeah no, and and that, and that's the thing. It's like, and it's like you said, like I don't, I didn't feel ashamed. Uh, I, I was, was more, I didn't mean to say no, no. I, I, not I, I, I get, yeah, it, it wasn't, it wasn't more being ashamed, but I guess more disappointed. You yeah. know, I know they're kind of similar, but it's like it, it, it was a disappointment in myself knowing that I did, it didn't have to get to that point. And you're right, yeah. I, I'm not the kind of person to. 
to talk about, like, I, I probably talk about my feelings and my emotions more on this show than I do to, like, my actual friends. And I think the only reason I do that is because, like, these, like, the people in my life have found this, this concept of, if I have a problem, I'm gonna go to Travis. Mm. Uh, because no matter what, no matter what the situation is, no matter what's going on, uh, I'm going to tell people what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, I get friends who come over and they talk about their boyfriends and, you know, like, they'll, they'll go up to people like, well, fuck him, you know, you know, you don't, you know, you don't need that, blah, blah, blah. And, or if they go up to him, they say, like, you know, I want to win him back. It's like, well, then go for it. You know, if you want him, then you should go. Like, I'm sorry, no. But, like, if I have a friend that comes up to me and says, well, he hit me, but he says it's not going to happen again, I'm sorry. I'm going to look right at you and say, bullshit, you know it's going to. Right. I'm sorry, like, it's going to fucking happen again. <laughs> because it's the same conversation you had with me nine months ago when I said, if you stay with them, we're going to talk about this again. Right. Um, so it's like, it's like, it's like, I, I, I don't want to refer to myself as people's security blanket, but it seems like a lot of times, like, like I'm, I'm almost that, uh, I'm almost that priest and confessional in a yeah. sense where like, like, this is my problem. What do I need to do? And I have no problem doing that. I have no problem listening to my people, my, my friends, um, problems and their issues and what's going on. Yeah. What friendship, that's, what, that's what friendship should be for to some extent. Yeah. Yeah. But I think yeah. it built. I think it built me into this mindset now to where, if I show them that I'm having issues, they won't trust me with advice. Which I guess mm. it's a stupid concept. It's dumb to think that that's what it is. But that's kind of like how I base my life now. It's like, it's like, it's like people have so many problems out there in the world that they need to be heard. They need to be listened to. And I'm willing to listen. And I'm willing to hear them out. And I'm willing to tell them anything that they need to hear. Right. But they but they don't have time for me. Yeah. Like they're, they're going through their own shit. They don't have time for me. So I'll just deal with my shit on my own time. Right. And you're right. I never do. Like it just it just comes and goes. Like uh like I, I, I go on TikTok a lot and there's this quote on there that says people who say it is what it is are the most dangerous people in the world because they mean it. Yeah. Like nothing bothers them. It, it's not true. Right. <laughs> when yeah, they say yeah, yeah. It, yeah, when they say it is what it is, they're just saying, you know what? I can't my control. Right I'm not, yeah. I'm not yeah. responsible for that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like, "Oh well, you know, this is this isn't the priority of my life right now." But you know what? Just because it's not a priority in your life right now doesn't mean that it's not going to be there when you have the moment to reflect on it. Yeah. You know, relationship. That's that's how people live with relationship burdens for months or years after a relationship ends. Because in their mind, it's like, well, she doesn't want to be with me. Fuck it. I'm just going to go to the bar, get drunk, and find somebody. Right. And, yeah, you could, you could throw a Band-Aid on it, but it's not going to be a fix. You know, eventually when you settle down, calm down, and you're sitting there in your truck on the way to work one day, and your radio's not working, so you're sitting in fucking silence, that act is going to pop up and, like, damn, what the fuck did happen? You know, and it it it, yep. it happens. Like I've lived it. You know, like I I've never asked a girlfriend. And I I know I said this on the show. I've never asked a girlfriend why they broke up with me. I never asked right. a girlfriend why they wanted to end a relationship. Because in my mind, if you don't want to be with me, that's good enough. I don't right. need to know why you don't want to be with me. But you know what? Deep down, I I really fucking do. Now I'm not gonna ask, right? Because it makes me look like the bigger person in the relationship. At the end, like you know, it's like oh, I'm not so self conscious. I need to fucking know. Yeah, I'd right. like to know, but it's not going to change my life regardless. But right. obviously, I'd like to fucking know. 
But yeah, um, like if there's stuff I need to work on, like I'm 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 happy to work on it. Yeah. You know, not for you anymore, but no, no. Well, it's like it's like it's like the girl on the dating site. You know, it's just like like I mean like it, she could have it could have fucking worked out. It just it just didn't. You know, and then she found out I was a smoker. And she's fucking gone. I'm going to assume right. it's because I'm a fucking smoker, not because, you know, of my questioning of her, you know, dwelling in the past, but. Yeah. <laughs> but I just wanted to ask you about that. I wanted to share yeah. with you my lowest. Because like I said, I mean, like, I, I've i been down before, never like that. So. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about Phantom Tollbooth real quick before we run out of time here. Yeah. So this is a pretty big chapter. A lot of, a lot of characters we met. Mm-hmm. Um, do you care if I start out? No, please do. Awesome. So, uh, we're on, uh, uh, see, no. okay, so we're on chapter 17, the unwelcoming committee. So let me make sure my, my posting that was in the right place. Uh, if you guys remember back in chapter 16, we left off with Milo the humbug and Tak doing, uh, doing these, uh, tedious, uh, weird tasks of, uh, you know, you got you got Milo who's picking up sand with tweezers. You got uh, Tak who's filling up a uh, um, a well with uh, with an eyedropper, and then you got the humbug who's digging a hole in a wall with uh, I think it's a pin, yeah, or a needle, needle, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So we open up the chapter. It's uh, it's a couple of days now, which is weird because we never had a concept of time before in this book, as far as I can remember. Yeah, they mentioned here how they've been going at this for days now. Um, they mentioned how the humbug dug a hole deep enough to uh, put his thumb in. Um, Milo uh, barely made a pile. You had uh, Tak, who, you know, using the eyedropper for days. Uh, the well is just as empty as when he began. Uh, so they just keep going. They just keep going and everything. And uh, Milo eventually asked, like, I wonder how long it's going to take to do this. They told him to use the wand uh, that he got uh, recently, the pencil, the magic pencil wand. Right, yeah. Found out it's going to be about 800 years for them to finish off this entire, uh, their entire chores and projects and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, I mean, like, you know, do we really have to do this? Like, is this, you know, like really necessary and everything? Um, eventually, you know, they asked the, the strange man who was standing there, you know, is this important? And he, he kind of, he kind of flipped out. He said, like, is this important? You know, unimportant tech keep you from where you're going. They later find out that this is, uh, one of the demons of the forest. The terrible, the tri- trivium? Trivium? Yeah. Uh, T-R-I-V-I-U-M, I think it's, I think it's both. Yeah. Right? That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, the terrible trivium, he's a demon of petty task, worthless jobs, the ogre of wasted efforts, and monster of habit. Um, he just finds that easy and useless jobs keep you from dealing with harder job tasks that you might not be able to accomplish. Um, so they, and they're, so at that point, uh, and this is another thing, like, they've been doing this for days, they're not hungry, they're not tired, because they're so focused on the task. Uh, because, you know, again, a demon. We all seen Supernatural, we know what demons can do. Right. Uh, they get a, they hear a voice yelling for him to run. Uh, Milo thought it was Tak, so he just started running. Tak thought it was Milo, he just thought it was running. Humbug didn't care, just started running. Uh, they started running away. The demon eventually started chasing them. They started running through this muck that ended up being like ankle high, knee high, thigh high, hip high. Um, and the, uh, the demon, the, uh, trivium would have caught up with them, but, uh, he ended up finding a pile of pebbles that need to be counted. 
So he stopped off. They're, uh, you know, they're still running, still getting away. The voice is telling him, keep going, keep going, keep going. Eventually telling him to step up. And when they tried to step up, they end up falling in a pit. Got a little confused. And then, uh, they end up hearing, uh, the, uh, the, the voice tell them, if I can find it real quick. I want to say it was on 215. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read this real quick if that's okay with you. Yeah, please do. Okay. Now step up. Now step up, it recommended. And almost before they knew what had happened, they had all taken a step up and then plunged to the bottom of a deep, murky pit. But he said, up, Milo complained bitterly from where he was sprawling. Well, I hope you didn't expect to get anywhere by listening to me, said the voice gleefully. We'll never get out of here, the humbug moaned, looking looking at the steep, smooth side of the pit. That's quite an accurate evaluation of the situation said the voice coldly. Then why did you help us out at all? shouted Milo angrily. Oh, I did as much for anybody, he replied. Bad advice is my specialty, for as you can plainly see on the long-nosed, green-eyed, curly-haired, wide-mouthed, thin-necked, broad-shouldered, round-bodied, short-armed, bow-legged, big-footed monster. And, if I'd say so myself, one of the most frightening fiends in the whole wide wilderness— with me here, you wouldn't dare try to escape. So, they're, uh, they're listening to this monster. Uh, they can't see the monster, but Milo remembers getting a telescope as a gift. Um, I think it was from Alec. I think you're right, yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, right before they go into the woods, uh, they got this telescope. So, and it's supposed to help them see things they can't see. So they eventually look uh, through the, he looks through the telescope and finally sees the monster who is not anything like the description he gets. Calls him out, says, you know, you don't look like you know who you are and everything. Comes to find out that that's the demon of insincerity. Um, he, I think it was like, he wasn't saying like he just says things he doesn't mean. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, he eventually runs off. Uh, they're able to climb up on top of each other. Humbug was able to hook a root. We're able to kind of climb out of the pit, uh, and uh, Joe, if you want to take it from there. Yeah, so they climb out of the pit, and they uh, they keep moving. Uh, I think it's the humbug who decides that it's, it's his turn to lead the group. Yes. Um, <laughs> and he guides them along, uh, it says here, one of the five narrow ledges, uh, all of which led to a grooved and rutted plateau. And uh, it turns out they walk right into the hand of the gelatinous giant. And uh, the gelatinous giant... Uh, of course, is a, a kind of a chameleon uh, demon. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, whatever, wherever he is, that's how he appears. So in the forest, he's an, an oak tree. In the city, he's a, a, a very handsome twelve-story apartment house. Um, on the beach, he's a broad sandbar. He's just he's whatever he needs to be to fit in and be unnoticed. Yes. Uh, uh, even to the point of his opinions, he, he doesn't like he doesn't like to take a hard stand on anything. Um, Gosh, I want to make a joke, but I don't want to get too political. Um, <laughs> but uh, he's just—he's—he's he's basically just a big coward. He's—he's. He's, uh, uh, I think that's why he's gelatinous. He shakes like jello. You know, it doesn't say that specifically in the book, but I think that's the uh, part of the idea. Uh, in addition to taking the shape of whatever he needs to to uh, mm-hmm. to get away with things, and so uh, uh, Milo starts asking questions, and he's like, "I don't, I don't want to answer any questions. The idea of answering a question makes me sick." And I would really just like to eat you guys for breakfast. And Milo's like, well, but you probably are polite, so I'm just going to keep talking to you because you're not going to talk with your mouth full. And so uh, 
basically he he ends up freaking the giant out. Um, he ultimately pulls out the uh, the box of ideas that Azaz gave him, yep. and uh, which is great. I love that 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 you know there was there was all this setup. And now finally he has the tools he needs to get through the Valley of Ignorance. Right, because um, you've been waiting for that moment. It's like, yeah. you know, it's like, it's like he has his stuff, but why? Right. Yeah, I actually, I forgot he had some of this stuff. The, I, I forgot, I, yeah, and I know about the wand. The telescope I kind of remember, and I was like, I know he got something else. The box I completely blanked on. Right? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so it's, it's uh, uh, he pulls it out and, of course, of all the things that the giant is most afraid of, ideas is at the top of the list. And so he, he sets them down and runs away. Um, and then, uh, let's see. Yeah, and so that's, that's basically it. Uh, from there, he's, he has run away, and um, uh, uh, he between him, the word snatcher, and the trivium, uh, and the long-nosed, green-eyed, curly-haired, wide-mouthed, thick-necked, broad-shouldered, round-bodied, short-armed, bow-legged, big-footed monster – <laughs> the alarm has been sounded and uh now I believe I believe the unwelcoming committee is the entire group of demons that has come out from every hill and valley and shadow and bright spot to to block their way and try and trip them up and, and beat them. Um that's where I assume it's going. So Yeah. Uh yeah. So Milo took one deep breath and did the same, and the bug, now that he knew what lay behind, ran ahead with renewed enthusiasm. So, we're heading into the end game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, chapter 18, Castle of Air, uh, will be uh, one of the last three chapters we got to get through. So, uh, we, we, may make a, we may make the end of the year here. I think we, yeah. uh, we'll be able to achieve our goal. But, uh, yeah, uh, I think it was kind of cool. Because, like, uh, I mean, obviously, when we do the chapter by chapters, uh, we're meeting like one character, like per chapter, you know, the Dihedrons, uh, Azaz, the Humbug, Talk. Uh, this one, uh, multiple, uh, and they're different demons of, I mean, like realistically, like what we do, like almost on a daily basis. Tedious tasks that get us nowhere, um, exaggerations of what, uh, we are or what we do. Um, and obviously, like, you know, sometimes we're just like too afraid or, uh, apprehensive to, uh, achieve things. So, um, again, the alliteration, I think that's the term used, uh, to, yeah, right? Yeah, this book, this yeah. book has alliteration, yeah. Mm-hmm. All, yeah. all throughout it. Yeah. So I love it. Huge fan of it. Um, like I said, we got three more chapters we'll get through and hopefully we get it done, uh, by uh, Christmas with my time yeah. off work. We definitely got enough time. Yeah. Well, I, right. love, I love too that even the demons agree that rhyme and reason need to come back, but they don't have the courage to do anything about it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, because even Milo asked uh, the fearful demon, uh, the you know gelatinous giant, giant, to help out. He's like, no, no, everything's fine the way it is, even though it's not. Everything's fine. Um, But yeah, we'll dive into uh, the next chapter on the next episode. But uh, until then, uh, what are you freaking thinking about, Joe? What am I freaking thinking about? Probably. Uh, there's a show on Netflix that uh, just came on like two or three weeks ago called Arcane. Okay. Um, it's uh, I, I powered through it in like a weekend and it was pretty good. Um, if you don't have if you if you don't have a problem with animated shows, it's it's a pretty good show. It's got lots of cool themes uh, in terms of like 
uh, uh, class struggle and, um, and the way that, that like the, the uber wealthy will separate themselves from the uber poor and ignore all the problems of the poor and only deal with the problems of the wealthy. And, um, it's got, it's, 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 it's high fantasy. So there's, there's magic and there's science and wizards and thieves mm-hmm. and murderers. And it's a really, it's a really great show. Um, I really enjoyed it. It's on Netflix. Um, it's based in the League of Legends universe. If you play that game or have ever played that game online, um, but it was fun. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was. I did find myself going like, maybe if I played League of Legends, I would like this better. So you know, take that with with a grain of salt, I guess. <laughs> but um, but it was fine. It was good. I enjoyed it. Um, probably not as much as Geek Cast Rye, um, <laughs> but it was it was a good show, and I'd, I'd recommend it. Yeah. So. Oh, trying to break things up because I've been, I've, I've also been, I have not stopped reading the Dresden, Dresden Files. I'm now on like book 13 of 21 and they're, they're really good. And I, I really can't <laughs> stop singing their praises too. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, Arcane on Netflix, check it out. What about you? What are you freaking thinking about? Um, you know, uh, what well, we used to, uh, I want to give out Star Wars. Uh, oh, oh yeah. I don't, I, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember how we agreed we were going to do that going forward, but <coughs> I, think I had a natural. Yes, and I think I think this uh plays right into that. Um I had a I had an interaction yesterday that um it almost made me tell a uh a customer service rep that I loved her. <coughs> but um Chelsea, who is a uh, customer service representative or a technical support representative for PlayStation. Oh. Um, I tried to, after I got home from the doctor, I wanted to sit down and uh, I wanted to watch Letterkenny on Hulu. Huge fan yeah. of Letterkenny. I was like, you know what, this is going to be my freaking thinking next, uh, my on the next episode. Uh, but Chelsea fucking overtook it. Um, so I go to, I go on the PlayStation, I go to get into the Hulu app uh, on, the, on the account and it told me to sign back in. I was like, well, I don't remember signing out of my account, but hey, whatever. I go to sign in, it says the password's not working. I'm like, what the hell? I go into my email. They got a fucking email from PlayStation. I need to change my password or update my password. Uh-huh. So I updated it. I go back in. Try putting a new password in. It's asking me for a two-step authorization. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Um, and I'm like, okay, well, where the fuck do I find this authorization code? No idea right. where it's at. You know, like, I, normally, like, I get a text with an authorization code. I'm not getting a fucking text. I'm like, okay. Um, it's not, it's, I'm not getting a text. It's not in my email. It says go to your authenticate authenticator app or whatever and get it. Sure. Can't find out what the fuck that is. I'm downloading. Yeah, I've never heard of an authenticator app. Yeah, I'm downloading the PlayStation app, thinking that's it. I go to log into the PlayStation app. It asks me for a fucking uh, authorization code or whatever the fuck it is. Um, and then they call it uh, AT uh, authentic two step verification A uh, A two V or whatever. Oh, uh, that, that's for an A2V code. I'm like, okay, well, clearly this isn't going to give me that code. So where the fuck is it? I'm Googling. I can't fucking find it. I don't know what the hell's going on. I'm texting fucking Colin. I'm going off on him like I did God the day before. And I'm like, what the fuck is up with PlayStation? Why the hell do I need an A2V code and blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, well, it's a two-step verification. I'm like, I never signed up for that shit. He's I hate like, two-step verification. It's my least yeah. favorite fucking thing. Oh, it's horrible. Everything now is two-step verification. I know. Like, I just want to log in and check my fucking credit card. Now I got to wait for him to fucking yeah. text me a fucking number just to put it in. I'm like, dude, yeah. I just... Like, look, look, if you are... Here's the thing. Listeners, listeners, 
if any of you are trying to steal my student loans, please take them. I don't, I don't want them. I don't want them. Please, please steal my identity and my student loans. <laughs> right. That's the dream, isn't it? That's it the is. fucking dream. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. And Carl's, or not Carl, Colin's like, <clears throat> well, maybe someone hacked into your account. And I'm like, maybe, but I, I already changed the password. Like, it should work. He's like, well, yeah, but without the two-step verification, it doesn't matter. So I kept thinking to myself, I'm like, mm-hmm. am I changing this fucking password, putting it into the PlayStation, and then the person who got into my account is getting all these verification codes sent to him? Like, is this the master fucking plan? Because he can have the verification codes, but without the new password, how the fuck is he going to get in? But I was like, whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, I tried going on fucking PlayStation, um, go to their customer support. It's just like a choose a category, uh, try this. I'm like, motherfucker, I just want to fucking talk to somebody. And I know they know there's a problem with their verification system because it literally says issue with verification system or issue with A2V. I clicked on it and it says, if you have an issue with A2V, you may need to speak to a customer representative. I'm like, oh, so you literally need to talk to a person about this. That's how much problems you're having with it. Cool. Right. So I call them, whatever. I, I Like it says, like, if you're having issues with your account or authentication verification, press 1. I'm like, perfect. This is the first thing on your fucking dial. The A2V is the first thing on your fucking prompter. So I sit on the phone for like 10 minutes. I'm like, this is bullshit. I'm just sitting there playing Marvel Council Champions on my phone while it's on speaker, waiting and shit. And then Chelsea fucking picks up. And let me tell you, I have never had a better experience with customer service, IT, whatever the fuck she is, in my fucking life. This woman, literally, even though it took 10 minutes to get through to somebody, within five minutes she deactivated the A2V, verified who I was, got my account opened up, and I was able to get back into it within five fucking minutes. That's awesome. This woman crushed it and did fucking great. And I, I normally don't do those surveys at the end where are like, oh, we know there's no be a brief survey. Even oh, yeah, <laughs> only you have to either, like, go way above and beyond or you have to be the worst human being I've ever dealt with on the phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, I normally don't do it. Xfinity is known for that shit. And I'm just like, you're not worth my fucking time to tell you how you're doing yeah. But I was like, Chelsea did such a great fucking job. And I'm glad she said her name, too. She's like, well, thank you very much. My name is Chelsea. Uh, you're going to have a survey emailed to you after this phone call. If you'd like to take it as part. I'm like, Chelsea, I'm going to fucking write a golden fucking review for you. Don't you worry. Thank you so much. She laughed, said thank you so much, blah, blah. I was like, all I want to do is watch Hulu, and you're making this fucking happen. I want you to know you did that for me. And I've had a shit couple of days. Then she laughs, like, well, I appreciate it. You know, I'm glad I can help you out, blah, blah, blah. Better. I went in, fucking five star, five star. You know, like, how the only thing that got a low star, and I gave it, like, a three, was uh, the wait time. Right. That was the only thing. And then it gave, like, you know, additional comments. And it gives you, like, 5,000, like, characters to use in that. I know, like, 2,500 of a half of the fucking thing I used. Telling a story about this amazing fucking girl, Chelsea, who I don't know if you guys know exactly who I'm talking about when I say Chelsea, but whoever it is, she's the one that deserves the fucking world from your company because she took care of me in five minutes. She was sincere. She was kind. She helped me out. She did everything she could to make sure I was happy. This is who you should model your employees uh, uh, based on. You know, if she doesn't get a raise, she fucking should. Like, just going on. Like, 
I'm like, this, this woman's fucking amazing. So if you guys ever, if you ever need to call PlayStation for anything at all, ask for a Chelsea. Hopefully nice. they only have one. I don't fucking know. But Chelsea deserves a Star Award because she's awesome and she took care of me. And she, I, I can't, I can't say enough how awesome it was. Cause I mean, obviously, I mean, we all know technical support. Sometimes it sucks. Oh yeah. Not Chelsea. She's like, oh, no problem. Just let me ask you a few questions. Uh, what's this? What's it? And honestly, if I was Chelsea asking me these security questions, I wouldn't have given you my fucking, I wouldn't allow you access because my shit was so questionable the way I answered. She's like, well, what, you know, like, what's your state, uh, city and state you live in? No problem. Right. This is where I live. Easy. Cool. What's the last four digits of the, what's the first four and last four digits of your credit card? And I'm like, oh shit, Chelsea, I'm not sure if I updated or not, but it might be this. I think this is what it is. Right. Okay, not a problem. Which, if somebody took my, my, uh, account, they could see that. Right. And then she's like, okay, well, what was the last two purchases that you made on the PlayStation? Keep in mind, not PlayStation Plus. I'm like, Ah, uh, Chelsea, I don't, I, I don't remember what I bought. It might have been this and this for this, but I really don't know. But I think that's what it could be. But I, I answered everything. Yeah. So thank God she had faith in me because if <laughs> I heard that shit, I'm like, ah, this motherfucker's lying. I'm glad one of us is trustworthy. <laughs> right. So, uh, Chelsea, you get the Star Award. I think it's the first Star Award of 2021. I think so too. Um, so uh you're the annual Star Award winner for this year because you fucking made me happy and you got me through a difficult time. Hair and Dr. Anko, my chiropractor who is saving my life with my back. Uh If you guys live in the Frankfurt area, Frankfurt, Illinois area, and you need to see a chiropractor, go to Dr. Anko. Um, I'm not giving him a Star Award because I'm not completely healed yet. So maybe that. Right. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. I know we're just going to start. We just throw him out willy-nilly here. Uh We haven't done it in a while. But, uh, but Chelsea... Fucking Star Award, Dr. Enkel, amazing doctor. If you need a chiropractor, go to him. He's personable. He's amazing. He also deals with diet stuff, so I'm going to talk to him about diet stuff. Oh, nice. We're going into 2022. I want to be less fat. That's the goal. Heard Beach that. 2022. Hey, Joe. Yeah. Uh, our listeners can catch Cartoon Joe here on this freaking show whenever we get our shows dropped and released for our viewers to listen to. But, of course, it's only about an hour uh, per episode. And I know that's not enough for our listeners to get their Cartoon Joe fill. So if they need more Cartoon Joe, where can they go? If you need more Cartoon Joe, you can find me over at the GeekCast Live podcast at violentpress.com. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live. Perfect. Guys, if you haven't had a chance yet, make sure you go to freaknetstudios.com and check out uh, the amazing podcasts that are associated with it, as well as some of our YouTube videos. If you haven't checked out our YouTube channel, make sure you go to youtube.com, search Freaknet Studios. Freaknet is one word. Uh, subscribe to the notification bell because me and Cartoon Joe are going to start pumping out videos here uh, starting next month. Um, still want to try the uh, chicken. We're still going to do the chicken ranking. Actually, yeah. you know what, Joe? Maybe we could do that next week since I'm off the entire week. Oh, that sounds good. Right, and I won't interfere with my diet. Nice. Ooh, we're gonna figure that out. Maybe we'll put the show. Maybe we'll get. The, maybe that'll be a, a Christmas gift to our uh, listeners. We'll talk more about that though. I'm into it. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, make sure you go to Freaknet Studios on YouTube. Subscribe to the notification bell. Me and Country Joe are gonna be pumping out a lot more videos, uh, random sporadic videos, but videos nonetheless uh, for you viewers and everything. And don't worry, we are gonna do the cemeteries. It's just a prog. It's the process now. Um. 
But you can find our podcast on iTunes, Google uh, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Verbal, Player FM. Anywhere you can find a podcast, just search this freaking show. will probably pop up. And, of course, follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just by searching this freaking show. Facebook is the best place for you to go to see all the videos or all the videos and podcasts that are released and also anything we like to share and update you on. If you do want to be part of the show as a as a, a creator, uh, a person of hobbies, you're more than welcome to reach out to us at this freaking show at yahoo.com. Get a hold of us. We'll have you on as a guest. Um, and, uh, you know, talk to you. Talk about uh, what you guys love to do. So that's all I got, guys. Uh, as always, I am Travesty. No, I'm Cartoon Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out.